It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast, so stop looking for other ones. You're not going to find any. This is the only one. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm, I'm chilling. We got like 18 inches of snow uh, over the weekend. You got 18 and inches of something for you. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. It was snow. X-rated. Mr. Wind sent it over. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Wind. Um, Always. But, yeah, I uh, I had to clean all of that off my car and shovel my driveway oh. today, and I did not like that. That's fucking but awful. I'm sorry. It was awful, but uh, I did that so that I could go watch the World Cup, and uh, it was a really good game, and Argentina won. So, uh, number one Messi fan in the world. Go Messi. <laughs> Love Messi. Killing Mbappe uh, sucks. He only had three goals. He should have scored four goals if they wanted to win. So Mbappe is a really cool name. It is a cool name. It's so much. Anytime I uh, see it on Twitter, I'm like, yeah. It's just he's, fun to say. He's of course named after the uh, the Hanson song. That's how you say Obviously. it in French. He's just a little baby born in the late '90s. That's probably yeah, true, he, right? He yeah. He's he won the world like he was on the French World Cup team that won four years ago, and I think he was like 18 when they won. Oh, that's so cool. He's, he's been very successful. Anyway, uh, I was it was a good it was a very good game, and I was happy to see Argentina win. So this weekend's been going really well for me. How about for you, Jake? Uh, yeah, I would say like no complaints at all. Like it's been like nothing but sunshine and good times over here in Chicago, Illinois. Um, so it did snow here also. Uh, so I guess it wasn't completely sunshine and the ice, it did make an enemy out of me, uh, and decided to break my femur as if I was going up against it in ice skating. Do you now, think- is that bad? <laughs> Is it bad? Th- for folks that don't know, is the femur, is it good if you break your femur? I was told it's the strongest bone in the body. <laughs> okay, so it should, like, recover really fast then, right? Like, Yeah, I'll just be off my feet for four to six weeks, no problem. Yeah. Also, just a follow-up question, do you need your knee? Is your knee important to what your leg my does? My knee is absolutely fine. They washed it out, no contaminants in there, didn't break any bone in my knee, you, you didn't tear any. There was was there any ligament damage or anything? Nope, just the just the femur. Damn, good for okay. I, yeah. I, I thought it was going to be both, so that's good. Good for you at the very least. I mean, obviously not what you want to happen, but it, it could have been a little worse. Well, as I as I told you earlier, this is the best I felt in three days. Um, so that's good. Uh, granted, I'm on pain medication and kind of know Ooh, yeah, what, what I'm kind doing. Of, what kind of pain meds do they got you on? Is it the good stuff? You, you know, they gave your boy an opiate. Uh, so I'm taking one of those in the morning. Um, I could not stay asleep last night, obviously, because I, if I move my leg in too much of any direction. Um, I wake up with pain. So I kept checking the clock to be like, can I just get up and take another one of these pain relievers <laughs> and just get, get about my day? And that at 6.30 a.m., I finally felt it was appropriate to take another pain pill and go sit on the couch and rewatch the Survivor finale. Thomas, speaking of Survivor... Did you watch the finale of Survivor 43 last night? I put the feline in my head looking like a chia pet And you know they getting green if a flower on their neck If a flower on their neck Hit Clancy on the text I ain't trying to check a bag Can we get another jet? I ain't guessing Jake, I did I just want to point out that That was a really good 
transition because it did come up naturally. And that's always what we're aiming for. Yeah. That was right. That was, uh, you, you improv it. We yes handed mm. our way to it and it worked out great. I was just kind of like on a run talking, you know, and then I, and then Survivor came up and I was like, oh shit, that's right. That's what this podcast is about. Uh, this week's episode, the finale of Survivor 43, was called Snap Some Necks and Cash Some Checks. How's that for an episode title? Pretty good. Where did I it think. come from? I don't remember I, anyone saying that. I don't that. remember. <laughs> It was just somebody like, must have said it. I don't remember who. <laughs> it was just the title guy's last episode or last episode he was going to produce. It was like, you know what? I'm moving this on. This seems bigger like and something someone things. would say. <laughs> this seems like a fun episode title. Let me just throw it in there. Nobody's going to catch it. Uh, so Jesse recaps the previous tribal council. Uh, Gabler calls himself an assassin. Owen talks about needing to be perfect. And then Jesse takes. Talks about making himself a big target. Uh, Cassidy talks about playing right, but not making any big moves. And you know Jeff Probst won't let you win if you don't make any big moves. You gotta be making big moves. You gotta be playing a Max Keeble game. You gotta be not playing a, a Max Keeble game. <laughs> uh, Carla talks about being busted up. Very much related to Carla. On my rewatch this morning, because I, too, am pretty busted up. Gabler says he's flipping the Metallica switch and going metal mode. What about that? What do you think of that? Okay, Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Cool guy Gabler. Going metal mode. Why don't we just all the time call him cool guy Gabler? That's a nickname that would have stuck. Gabe your head. Metal health will drive you mad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Back at camp, everyone gets a word scramble hint to an advantage. Owen says he has been doing his wordle, so he's ready for this. That was fun. Hunting for green man, just like us. That's right. I got a. I didn't send it to you, but I got a th- another three man today. Got to send it to the chat. Um, I mentioned the hunt for green man and three man to um, some colleagues at work, and they said. What? <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. They don't understand. Obviously, it's the goal to get it in three, because after three, it's just kind of like, you know, pretty easy to figure out. Yeah. Three, it's like you did a good job. Three and is easy to three, a good job with not green, much information. you did like a great job. Yeah. And you got very lucky. And that's And if you got it in exciting. one, you got lucky. And if you got it in two, you also got kind of lucky. But three, yeah. that's all skill. If you got it in four or less, you're stupid and bad at Wordle. And you shouldn't share your score. That's right. You should be embarrassed. Anything that is above a three, you should be embarrassed to share. Absolutely. Um, Carla gets the uh, hint. And then Owen, soon after that, gets it as well. Owen finds the tree that has the advantage first, but Carla snags it from him before he can grab it. And it's an immunity challenge advantage thank you yeah that was that was a pretty pretty cool moment and also uh owen was pissed he was very very angry more like owned in that's right owned him (laughs) so then we go to the immunity challenge and jeffrey our good friend jeff probst says like warriors entering the coliseum for a battle 
ready for a battle? No, he just said for a battle. I had initially written ready for a battle because that makes sense. But when rewatching it this morning, I realized he just says like warriors entering the Coliseum for a battle. Jeff is doing too much these days. Yeah, he is doing too much. He's he's too excited. He's too exuberant. He needs to calm down and hate all of the players. Yes. That's when it's the best. Uh, Jeff takes Carla's advantage when she presents it to him uh, as if it's a coupon or movie ticket. This was very awkward. Um, they have to do obstacles, starting in the water with a buoy, climb a ladder, and then undo knots and transfer ladder blocks over the balance beam. That's how it work. Puzzle. Woohoo! Like, what do you? What can you say? You know? Yeah, it certainly was the challenges they always do. They um. We, we, Ariel and I have been watching Survivor Africa, the third season, and one of the last challenges is an obstacle course, but each obstacle incorporates something from a previous challenge that they've done on this season, and that used to do, be do, that used to be something they did a lot, and I think that's a really cool idea. But when a it, if it's just an obstacle course. <laughs> That is not related to anything else except for being an obstacle course. It's just boring. It doesn't feel like entering a coliseum for a battle, Jeff. No, it certainly doesn't. Uh, That's something they used to be due, and it's something that I wish that they still be due. Okay. So the winners get steak, baked potato, veggies, wine, and cheesecake. And then pretty soon after, Jeff says, big steaks. And he meant steaks as in, like, steaks in the game, but it also sounded like he meant the steaks will be large. Yeah, the there's, layer, there's layers to this one. Yeah, they'll also get onions and a visit from Shrek. Holy shit, Thomas. Oh, Thomas, the How challenge chunk. How cool would it chunk. be if Shrek was there? Thomas, you joke, but wait until the challenge chunk. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Okay, so we, we need to finish Survivor first. Uh, Carla gets a 10-letter block advantage uh, for solving that riddle. Everyone has a hard time at the word puzzle, and Jeff says, oh, you'll know it when you get it. Because it's like such an obvious phrase, I guess. But the phrase is, you cannot hide in a dangerous game. Yeah, that's... Is that a phrase that's anything that, that I've on? ever heard that's been said on this. You cannot Maybe hide that was Jeff trying to trick game. them. Maybe that was because he did say oh, that they're yeah. like they do put in words there to like trip you up. And that's a fun thing to do in a game of intelligence. Um, that I, I agree. I'm always saying that that's uh, that Survivor is a game of intelligence. It's a game of uh, intelligence. It's a game of outplaying. It's a game of outlasting as well. Uh, Owen wins the challenge, and that's very exciting. He's finally kicked the football, my good friend Charlie Brown. He's amped up. He brings Cassidy with him on this reward. How do you feel about all of the rewards this season taking place at the sanctuary? I don't care for it. It's weird, right? Yeah, I I think that they should do stuff more back at camp. But, you know, for like one of the last ones, yeah, sure. I think... Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, this is s- several se- epi- episodes now where they've gone to the sanctuary as a reward. Like, 
Are we just going to Applebee's down the street? Like, what is this? It's boring, Jeff. You're making the show boring. Go back to being a host. Come on. The only time I want Jeff involved in the reward is when he is having a beer and watching the first 15 minutes of the new episode. Yeah, and they should do that every season. They should do that every season. It should be the first reward for the merge uh, tribe. I think we can all agree it would be a better show if that were the case. Smarten up, Probst, as we like to say. They should do that, and then, yeah, I, I, am a, I do say that every episode, but they uh, they should do that, and then they should have one where Jeff, uh, they have a jet ski, but it's got one of those little motorcycle sidecars, and Jeff takes you on a jet ski ride. That would be cool. That would be really cool. I would love that. What if Jeff got one of those four people Jeff skis, and he fl- he took the Jeff ski back from Fiji all the way to L.A., with him and the final three behind him. Pretty on, cool. All on I the think. same Jeff ski. That sounds good to me. Why Jeff, have they not already done this? You know, the people are talking. Oh, did you see um, they have a Gmail account now for um, comments and uh, questions about the show? I didn't write it down. How much spam do you think it sent to that? It'd be fun to just send in a bunch <laughs> of fake like dick pill uh, emails there. That'd be so funny. Um, they probably get a lot, I would imagine. I think it's probably Jeff's uh, like extra email where he just like enters it to, you know, get email rewards points or whatever when you enter at a new website for buying things. You know? When you enter on a new website for buying things? Yeah, I'm always... Enter- I love entering a new website to buy things. <laughs> yeah, where they're like, hey, can we send you like a bajillion emails and you'll get 10% off one yeah. time? That's what survivor questions and comments at gmail.com is for. What do you think the password is? Uh, one, two, three, four. <laughs> password. So at the sanctuary, they eat their big steaks, and Cassidy says, I'm going to be so sick after this. And Owen says, totally worth it. <laughs> it's giving old Joe. Yeah, uh, it'd be funny if she instantly got medevaced after that. <laughs> no, it wasn't so worth it now, was it? <laughs> it's a trap every season. I think it's a good idea, Jeff. Hire me for your production team. Owen and Cassidy then discuss targeting Carla and Jesse, and they both agree that Grimace isn't a threat. That's his whole plan, though. Yeah, that's right. He underestimated. into his trap. I, I don't remember if it was... Were we talking about this? Or maybe it was on the our favorite website, Survivor Reddit, where they before this season they were like... Has anybody ever like intentionally played the goat and ended up winning? Was that something we talked about? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I forget everything we talk about. Uh, except for all of the bits that have music cues. Because I've written those down, so I don't forget. Anyway, Grimace is sad that he wasn't chosen. He feels like he's breaking down. You know, what, what can you do? When it's revealed that you're a taste bud, it's embarrassing. Carla and Jesse talk about taking out Gabler or Cassidy. Then Gabler comes up and they tell him Cassidy is the target. 
obviously they're going to tell him that. He's the only, like, she's the only other option there is outside of the three of them and the person who won immunity. Yeah, that seems like a no-brainer to just be like, it's not you, don't worry about it. Well, maybe Gabler has no brain. You ever think about that? That's right. Um, what Octopus happened? has no friends. Gabler has no brain. There we go. Carla and Jesse talk about Gabler. Uh, he wants to take Owen and Cassidy to the final three, though. That's kind of impressive that he made that happen. I mean, I don't know yeah. if he made that happen, but it's it's kind of impressive that... Then it worked out that way. Yeah. Because he didn't really take them to the final. He... <laughs> That would imply that he was the one that won the final challenge and yeah. uh, chose who went. He kind of snuck in and just happened to get the people he wanted. Well, he kind of did win the final challenge, the fire-making challenge. Yeah, I, man, I cannot wait to fucking talk mm-hmm. about the fire-making challenge. I'm so... It has become the stupidest fucking thing about it's this awful. show. Uh, Carla tells Gabler that Jesse is the target and makes her argument to Owen. Then Cassidy... And then tells her that she'll take Cassidy down to the jury if she votes her out. This is a fucked up position to put her in. I have absolutely no respect for this. I have no respect for it. I think it is a bullshit way to play the game. Yeah. If you threaten it, it's one thing. But to follow through with it, like, either either it's a game or it's not. Either you can go in and you can lie to people and you can, uh, you know, try and play that way and not hold it against people in the end. Or you play it straight and you hold it against people in the end if they deceive you. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Or I, you know what? You can't. Ha- you can have it both ways. I just won't fucking respect you. Like that's what it's going to come down to. Fair and enough. I lost a lot of respect for Carla with this yeah. episode. Same. I am. I was very happy that we uh, picked uh, new people for the finale. You know, after her weird heel turn at the very end. <laughs> um, Cassidy tells Jesse that Carla is targeting him. Of course. It's the final five. Everyone is targeting everyone. That's the thing. Everyone's got to be targeted. It's like, I'm sorry that you burned your idol and you got tricked into it and you're not in the same position that you were. Maybe you shouldn't have been fucking lying to Cassidy the whole game and getting caught. Like, that's the thing. You got caught and she knows not to trust you. And honestly, she took the high road after you went fucking nuclear on her. Yeah. So at Tribal Council, Jeff asks about threat management. Jesse mentions Carla has been throwing his name under the bus. Um, Let me talk about that. And then Jesse reveals Janine's idol. I felt this was a stupid move. I think you should have saved it. I thought so, too. And also, it didn't really end up mattering, but, like, the point where they got into the live tribal stuff, I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what is... This is an obvious move. You can't... As Jesse says when he does play the idol, he's like, I learned from my friend Cody that there are no guarantees. So it's like, yes, obviously. Obviously, you don't play the idol on Carla for no fucking reason. Yeah, and then with Carla's vote, she had initially voted for Cassidy and then crossed it out and wrote Jesse's name. So she was ready to turn on him immediately after she I assume she was hoping he was going to play the idol for her and I guess that's playing two steps ahead but I don't know it just it looks bad (laughs) it was a very the end of Carla's game was very unfortunate it was just a a downward spiral yep you know it's tough when you're a strategic player and you get outflanked because there were a lot of strategic players but like sometimes that's what happens. And uh, 
at a certain point you need to either go gracefully or I, I guess you, you go out it's sad, which is what this was. Yeah. Did you catch uh, when Cassidy voted? She said uh, when she voted for Carla, she said, I liked you in this game, but I'd like you better on my resume. It's a pretty good line. Yep. Pretty good. I really liked Cassidy this episode. I feel like she really came into her own in this finale. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. And I, I definitely agreed uh, f- as we went further and further in. Uh, so, yes, I, I think that she played a, a hell of a game, especially yeah. down the stretch. So Jesse plays Janine's idol, uh, nulligating, nulligating, navigating his one vote. That's the word. Uh, and then Carla gets the rest of the votes. You know, we should have seen it coming. I don't know why neither of us picked Carla to go a final five, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so I guess we already talked about Carla exiting the game. Any final thoughts on Carla's exit? Uh, just disappointing the way that it happened. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Then they do the next immunity challenge. They have to lift bulls through a wobbly contraption. Um, this is fine. I have no complaints about this challenge. I think it's kind yeah, of fun. Yeah, I thought it was, you know, it's a really tough challenge. Like, I, I yeah. think that that's the way it should be. It's not Samotion, but I understand they can't do Samotion every year. You know what I really want to see? And I feel like it's the time to bring it back. Hands on a hard idol. It's a classic final immunity challenge. They haven't used it in 30-some seasons. You, clearly, they like bringing classic stuff back with the uh, great challenge in the water they did this year. Bring back yeah, it would be pretty idol. cool to bring something that old back. I think the fans would really uh, appreciate that. Do it for the fans, Jeff. Uh, so Cassidy wins this challenge. Very exciting for Cassidy. Uh, doing great, Cassidy. I hope she comes back. Back at camp, Jesse, Owen, and Gabler all practice fire. Jesse tries to convince Cassidy to give up immunity and face him in fire. This was an uphill battle for, for Jesse. Yeah, no. And it's also like this shit is so stupid. Like if we can get into the fire making stuff since we're on it right now. Yeah, it is. If you have reached the point with fire making, because the whole point of it was it was like a more fair way to determine who the third person was going to be. If it becomes a thing where people feel like they have to do it in order to win to the point that people are like, why didn't you give up? Like. Cassidy had to work her ass off to win that final immunity challenge. Yeah. And for every, and basically to skip ahead, people on the jury were almost literally like, why didn't you give up immunity so that you could face someone in fire making? Like, what the fuck is that? What is that supposed to mean? You know, it's way harder than winning fire making, winning that immunity challenge that she won. Yeah. Giving up immunity at uh, final four or, you know, one of the final tribal councils is, uh, doesn't have the greatest track record in terms of moves. It's worked like one or two times, and that's only because of the fire making challenge. And the thing is, like, if you are in a position where there is a move to be made where the upside is a little bit limited, and the downside is you will go down as maybe the stupidest player in the history of Survivor for giving up guaranteed immunity to go to the final three. Yeah. You cannot do that. Yeah, I don't understand why people thought that was a good idea. You know why? Because they're fucking bitter. We got another bitter jury, just yeah. like last time. Um, 
You thought last year's jury was bitter? 42's jury? 42 was incredibly bitter. All they did was just complain about Mike the whole time. Oh, oh my God. There's too many Mikes on Survivor. Um, but Mike, the Fire, firefighter. Fireman Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember who all was on that jury now. I'm looking it up now. Don't tell me. Chanel, Roxroy, Tori, Hi, Drea, Omer, Lindsay, Jonathan, Romeo. Yeah, remember how fucking oh, ridiculous High was that whole time? Oh, yeah, when he was like, you were gaslighting me. Like, no, you were, yeah, I was you being were lied ga- to. Yeah, I, you were gaslighting me, and also I'm dressed like Arthur. And so, <laughs> so here, here's the thing. What do you think is more interesting in terms of, like, viewing a television program, spending three months getting to know these TV characters and getting involved in their relationships and then really seeing them weigh those relationships against each other at the final four or three people practice fire for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, come on. Like what the fuck? It's boring every time. Yeah, that's the thing. Fire making is only interesting as a last resort. If it is like everything else has been exhausted, the, the, like it's going to come down to this. If it's something that everyone knows they might have to do at some point and then they give them time to practice it, it's like this shit and sucks. And supplies. It's, uh, it's bad. It's bad. I'm, I'm literally going to write in. And get rid of like, it. Like, get just rid get of rid this. of it. I know I can't produce Survivor because I don't know you know what that process is but i can do a podcast and i can commit myself to sending an email that's all i do if it's if it's reached the point of significance like it's not enjoyable to watch anymore and it's way overly weighted now as like a moment that you make for yourself so it becomes it gets to the point where like you are being punished for winning the final immunity essentially which is not how that should work yeah like, yeah, it should be a last resort. In, and I guess in Gabler's case, it was because he he admitted himself, I didn't do anything this game. Let me have this one flashy move. But you took out our favorite guy. Jeff has to realize that that was a mistake production on the production side. But yeah, I, 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 I guess Jesse's going either way, but still. Yeah. Okay, well, Gabler says he's giving all of his winnings to veterans in need. Cassidy wants to vote out or send in whoever is going to most likely beat Jesse at fire. And then they do it. Uh, Grimace wants to make fire. All three of the men want to make fire, you know, to prove themselves. I guess we're just building our own society and building fire is part of building a society. I don't fucking know. You're doing a bad job, Jeff. With this. Uh, so Cassidy takes Owen. Gabler gets the fire and um, wins the whole thing. <sighs> this was, I didn't care what happened after this. You took out my two favorite people. And now it's just the three of like the three people everyone assumed would take third place. No yeah, matter Jesse- what. Jesse losing here was rough and uh, not to take a big victory laugh, but I did say that going guaranteed, basically guaranteed final two with Cody. Although, you know, again, they would have had to actually get there, but at the same time, it's like having an ally to potentially go to the end with 
is a little more secure than the position he put himself in. And it ultimately ended up not paying off. Yeah. I wonder uh, what would have happened if he had kept Cody around. I, th- I think that they probably could have. There's a really good chance Cody would have won that last it uh, been challenge. Cody, Jesse, Grimace, final three? I guess, yeah. Grimace and at that the point, like, I, I think Grimace would finalist? have had no shot. I, I don't think Grimace would have had a shot against either of them. Um, huh. Here's an so, idea I just, since we've been calling him Grimace this whole time. I think we should do a simulated season with fast food characters. Grimace, the oh, real Grimace, Ronald, Mayor McCheese, the King, uh, Wendy from Wendy's, Wendy from Wendy's, the, the real Taco lady. Bell dog, <laughs> the, the dog that got Taco Bell sued. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be fun. Uh, Papa Murphy's. Is that a character? Yeah, that's. <laughs> The, the uh, Little Caesars pizza pizza guy? Yes. Oh, he needs to be in there. The Red Bull guys? Yeah. Absolutely. So That's not really fast food, but, uh, you know, we could just do food mascots at that point, like Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy. Yeah, food mascots versus fast food mascots. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's I'm liking fun. this. Uh, so they uh, all talk about how they're feeling, and then Jerry talks about the finalists. Did anything notable happen in this scene? Uh, not that I remember. Well, in that case, it's time for a little segment called Wildlife Shots. And you may hear in my voice, I'm quite excited because we finally got one. We finally got a new animal. Uh, first, we got a... Gr- Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> we got a gray bird with yellow legs and black, white, and face. Uh, green lizard and something called the Polynesian starling. I know usually I'm just like bird lizard, but sometimes, you know, I write, I try to write down descriptors so I can look them up later and then I delete them because I don't think anyone actually cares. Didn't do that in this case. Excuse me. I broke my leg this week. Things have been a little hectic. I forgot to delete some notes I wrote for myself. These people, you know, they come yeah. to this show expecting a perfect product because we're the only ones. Jokes on you, actually, because there's no other ones. We don't have to try. We can be the best no matter what. It's true. You haven't heard no of... competition. That means you, you get what you get. You haven't heard of any other Survivor podcasts, have you? No. There, as far as I know, there aren't any. Hmm. Well, I know there's no others that are talking to you about the Polynesian starling, uh, which is a bird that can be found on various islands throughout the Pacific Ocean. It's a somewhat small brown, gray, and white bird. They live in forests and eat insects and fruit. Um, yeah, so that's a bird. That certainly is a bird. I promise the music minute will be good. <laughs> All right. You know, new bird dropped. Uh, keep an eye out for this bird. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Thomas, the, the most frustrating thing about this is there are so many good birds on the birds in Fiji Wikipedia page. It's a whole list of birds you can find in Fiji. And they keep showing us like the same six. There's three different types of birds in Fiji called a booby. And at no show point us, have they shown show us, us a booby. booby. I think we've talked about this before because that's, that's, that feels familiar. Anyway, how do you think um, these guys, the Polynesian starlings, rank on the endangered list? I'm going to say that they are of least concern. You would be correct. Okay, so it's final tribal council now, and Jeff tells them to claim your victory. 
Are we in D&D? What is this? Claim your victory. Get the fuck out of here, Jeff. Yeah, it sounds like Mortal Kombat, Jeff. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, Jeff. Now there's a character I'd be willing to talk to. They do. I know Mortal Kombat has like DLC characters where they have like Ash from Evil Dead and like the Terminator and stuff. Why not have Jeff Probst as a DLC character? Ash from Pokemon. I don't think they've had Ash from Pokemon, but sure. Well, he's champion now. <laughs> oh, all right. Did well, yeah. <laughs> I did hear they're not doing the show no more. Twitter was freaking out. Uh, Jesse says, uh, be proud of the games you played, but you have to earn our votes. Here's how much I have still not come to terms with this season. I read that note and I was like, what? No, Jesse's in the final three. Why is he talking first? Yeah, he gave a big speech. That means he won <laughs> fire making. Yeah. Uh, Noel asks them to differentiate their game. Gabler's game has been relationship and trust based, uh, names all of his alliances and lays out how he always had multiple options. I think he did a really good job of explaining himself here. He did. I think that if you play this type of game, this is how you need to explain it. You need to be like, I was just constantly, you know, like I had backup plans and stuff. You kind of gloss over the fact that you weren't really driving any of the votes by being like, I just had a million say, like life rafts that I could yeah. go to because yeah. I was I was always going to stay in it. I, I yeah, like I recognized my place in the game uh, and that's why I made it this far. Honestly, that's fair. <laughs> it's a good case. But I don't think it should be good enough to win because he was never driving the game. Well, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Maybe you should have been on Survivor 43. Yeah, maybe I should have been. Maybe you should have been on Survivor 43 instead of Grimace. What if? What a different season that could have been. Yeah, it really would have been. I would have been uh, eliminated immediately. If Okay, let's... let's um, <laughs> I was going to say, let's play this out and see what would have happened if you had taken Grimace's place. But remember, Grimace had recommended they vote him out after they lost the first challenge. That's crazy that that happened. I, I completely know. forgot about that. Um, what a different game this would have been if they had taken him up on that. Right? I mean, we never would have gotten the uh, the palm fronds scene. You're right. We definitely would not have had that happen. But... Uh, at least we still would have had Mariah in the game for longer. It's true. Because I assume they would take you up on your offer because you clearly don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, they would me. They would have listened to me. Uh, so Gabler talks about his game. Cassidy says she's got a perfect voting record and is the last woman standing. I appreciated her trying to fish for those votes, I guess. You know, a perfect voting record, I feel like that should probably be good enough to get, you know, if you won the last immunity challenge and chose one of the other people that was there, and you also had a perfect voting record, and you had also won four immunity challenges. Three. Pretty good resume. I feel like that's probably should be enough to win. Well, she actually only won three immunity challenges. So. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, only three. Yeah. Which is the same as Owen, who uh, also didn't win. So maybe they won too many challenges, actually. Well, did Owen have a perfect... Yeah, it, people don't give a shit at all about you being a good physical player. In fact, I feel like they resent you for it. Yeah, because you're always beating them. That makes sense. 
Yeah, they're like, well, if I won the immunity challenges, the game would have been easier for me too. It's like, yeah, well, you probably should have fucking won the immunity challenges. Yeah, that's then, that's huh? why they're there. <laughs> yeah, it would be different if you had won them, but you didn't. Yeah, but these guys, they're just built different. Unlike Carla. Or did Carla ever win a challenge? Yeah, she did, right? She did. I think Jesse was the only one who didn't. Mm, sucks to be suck. Sucks to be suck. You know? I think that's what it's, we can it do. certainly does. People used to say trust is currency, and now people say sucks to suck. Whatever. Owen talks about how he's had a very hard time the entire time and is the underdog, and he says he was absolutely not perfect. I got a laugh out of the jury. That was pretty good. I feel like he probably. The thing with Owen is I think that there was a case similar to Gabler's that could have been made. I guess Gabler, it's like I was never really in danger of being voted out. Whereas with Owen, it was more just like I was constantly in danger and I kept being able to avoid it. And I feel like that should be a better case, but it isn't. Owen felt nervous to be there. I don't think he had a great he final was not travel confident. council. He was not he confident. He was not confident. Uh, and maybe he should have been a little more confident and said it out loud. Because he couldn't have done worse. Yeah, that's true. No, like, yeah, he didn't really seem like he felt like he had a case to win. He gets medevac right before final tribal. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing with it, with Owen and uh, from some post-show stuff, it seemed like he was like, Cassidy's got this locked up. That seems like, to me, what he thought. Well, I'm sorry, I, I zoned out. What did you say? I said, uh, uh, based on some post-show stuff that happened, uh, it seems like Owen thought Cassidy had it in the bag. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I honestly I did too. Rewatching to it now, I was like she did. She articulated her game really well. Uh she just got steamrolled by the bitter jury. You're right. That's uh, true. James asks how Owen exhibited trust and Noel talks about how they used his steal of vote. Uh I don't I don't love how they do final travel anymore. Gabler compares no. he compares himself to an alligator. Calls himself the Alligabler, which is funny. Then he makes a clue reference, also funny. So apparently you just have to have like a tight 10 for Final Tribal these days. That was Cassidy's issue. She didn't come up with some funny bits to do at Final Tribal. And you know know we're a bits-only podcast. It's true, bits-only. That's why we were so programmist all year. Yeah, that's right. Because of all of the, you know, the the palm frond bit, classic. <sighs> so I think we can all agree. Funny. Like, if he had come into Final Travel and was like, sorry about the palm fronds, but I was doing a bit, would have been unanimous. He would have gotten every single one. It was like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize you were doing a bit. That makes so much more sense. I wish that he could have worked that into his final case. He's like, I kept my teammates warm. <laughs> put those palm fronds on them. <laughs> Honestly, he probably built trust and trust is currency. I don't know if you've heard this before. (laughs) All I've heard is sucks to suck. Um, I think Owen had said that. uh, Oh, no, I lost my train of thought again. Uh, Something about Cassidy. Something about Gabler. Whatever. It'll come back to me. Uh, Cassidy points out that she took out everyone who wanted to take her out. Really good argument. Yeah, I, I would say so. Uh, Cassidy asks Grimace, do you think maybe uh, nobody voted for you because no one saw you as a threat? Yes. Again, Cassidy pretty makes good, a very good point. Pretty good argument. 
Uh, Noelle then tells them she's a Paralympian. No one asked. Uh, Cassidy makes an impassioned speech about how she did really well throughout the season and why she took Owen to the final four. Really good speech from Cassidy. Owen then tells the jury about how he got mad after Carla swiped the advantage and talks about the highs and lows of the game. Not great showing from Owen. Sorry, Owen. The thing with that, though, is I think that there was a good thing point to be made there, which is like he he had the lowest and highest moment of his game in the span of like two challenges, basically. But no, like one, he, no one cared, though. That's stupid, though. They should have cared. Yeah. I think it's a really great narrative thing to be like, I was like inches away from getting this advantage and I didn't get it. And then I went back and I won the challenge. Like, and it was a big triumphant moment for him. And everyone was just like, who gives a shit? We like Gabler. Gabler's fucking Gabler's cool. Gabler's funny. He said he was like an this alligator. This guy's fucking cool. He made, a, he made a metaphor. That's why Gabler won. He was the best at making metaphors this whole season. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, it just feels... I said this in the Survivor DM that they're in, but just like, I know that they are trying not to let people, you know, uh, catch on to the winner's edit or whatever. And they're like obsessed with that now. Yeah. But like when you do that and you obfuscate the games that people are supposedly playing, cause like there had to have been more to what Gabler was doing than what we saw. Like, yeah. Yeah, he, I, at least I hope there was, it, based on how the vote went. It but sounded like, like he played a game similar to Mike White, speaking of Mike White. Yes. Uh, and they could have highlighted that instead of just being like, look at this weird old guy. Like, And so what you end up with is a, a, a results that are completely, that feel like they were from a different show. You, they, they, that are disconnected from the show, the season of television that I watched. And so it ends on a really sour note because it doesn't make sense to you because they don't show their work. I feel like they could have edited him to be the character of silly old guy who is also very kind instead of just silly old guy who is going to lose at final tribal because he's so silly and so old. Yeah, I it's it's just frustrating because like from from what I saw and I think that this was pretty uh the the audience response seems to be in line with this like it really felt like Cassidy won that thing and the voting just felt like sour grapes and you just hate to see that. Yeah, it was a real bummer. I wish like especially on rewatching it it was so clear that Cassidy deserved to win. She did a great, she played a great game and Gabler just did a really good final tribal taking nothing against Gabler. Uh, like he, I feel like he could have deserved a few votes. How many votes was it final in the final? Vote? Uh, one vote for Cassidy and all of the rest of them went to Gabler. How many uh, people? James voted for, I think it was nine maybe. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I could yeah, see like, like James voted for Cassidy. And James seemed very enthusiastic about voting for Cassidy. Yeah, it felt like James thought she won, too. Um, and also, like, a, a, a twist of the knife, too, Carla, because they showed two people explain their votes. It was James uh, saying why he voted for Cassidy, and Carla voted for Gabler and said, you know, you did it, and you played an honest game. It's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Your whole thing was that you played a lies game, and then you're like, and I appreciated that you were honest. You know who else was honest? Cassidy. Cassidy didn't lie to you. Yeah. Cassidy. You're just mad because you couldn't fuck her over. I could not believe this shit. Yeah. 
Um, was there anything else in the final trouble you wanted to talk about? No. Fuck okay. this. Uh, during the after show, Grimace talks about how much he loves the veterans. Did you watch the after show? Uh, I watched some of it. Um, I, w- I will say I was glad that uh, Grimace did not pull out the, like, I'm going to donate it all to veterans card in Final Travel, because yeah. if he won based on that, I was going to be so goddamn angry. I think he was smart enough to not put the jury in that position. Yeah. Because that's, that's a no-win situation. If you're trying situation. to take hostages like that, because that is hostage-taking, if you're trying to do a most emotional hostage-taking, then I'm not voting for you, period. And I think I think he was right to assume that would be too risky. Yeah, not worth it. Um, you know what is worth it? He's uh, predicting what will happen in the next episode of Survivor. Thomas, last week you had 31 points, and I was close behind at 29 you said Owen would win reward. I said Cassidy would win reward. And hey, guess what? They went to the sanctuary together. How nice is that? So we they both did. got a point. Um, I said the reward would be an advantage. You said a shower. So I'll get a point for the advantage. Um, immunity winner. You said Grimace. I said Jesse. Neither happened. Fifth place. We both said Cassidy. Did not happen. Wrong. In fact, should have taken first. Fourth place, you said Carla did not happen. I said Owen did not happen. Third place, you said Owen. So you got a point for that. I said Grimace. I still feel he deserves that place. No. I think if it were Cassidy... I think he deserves second. I think, yeah. I was going to say, I think if it were Owen, Cassidy, and Grimace, it would be Cassidy with like seven or eight votes, Grimace with two or three, Owen with zero. And I realized that was the final three. (laughs) That was indeed. And that is, in fact, not how it shook out. Um, Just a weird, weird final. Weird conclusion to this season. Why? I did understand. I did. I understand why they want to subvert expectations. But give us a character who we root for throughout the game. I, I didn't feel like I was rooting for Grimace at any point. I feel like it was Jesse, and Jesse was out at four. Yeah, why not? Why? Why do that? Why not make... I'm sure, like, Jesse voted out his biggest, his best friend. Make him a... He stole an idol from someone. He stole an idol from yeah, two people. Yeah, but he also had, like, a very compelling story. Like, the reasoning for it was, like, I am going to do whatever it takes because, like, I... I'm going to provide for my family. And considering his backstory, I think that was pretty compelling. Um, yeah, sure. Maybe it's like a, maybe his story takes place over two seasons. You know, I could, I, I feel like Jesse is coming back immediately. If they ever do uh, survivor duos, you know, him and Cody and Dom and Wendell will both be on dynamic duo oh, for sure that's the survivor season people always talk about uh you said i did want to ask with cody did you like cody's dan flash's shirts that he was wearing thomas i did want to mention one other thing in final trial council before cody goes up to vote he does a cool spin at the bottom of the staircase and everyone laughs and gabler says sweet <laughs> i agree <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'll give him the win for that. <laughs> yeah, obviously Cody's Dan Flash's shirts are very cool. The thing about them is they're so complicated. Although his wasn't yeah. too complicated. Maybe he's new to no, Dan No, those Flash's. are like the $100 shirts. Yeah. 
But uh, very, very cool shirt. Very pro that shirt. You said Mike Gabler. Gabler would take second. He, in fact, took first somehow. And Carla Goodboy Godoy is who I said would take first. Or, uh, or second, sorry. She took fifth. I'm still bummed. We both said Jesse would win. He, in fact, did not. No chilies, no Applebee's. So the final score is my 31 points, which is how much you had last week, to your 33. Congratulations. Even with you losing your person at the jury, to the jury, I should say, you still won. Uh, you know what? It feels sweet. Just like Gabler, uh, it was 100% earned all of the way, and uh, I got it by, I just had a lot of plans, yeah. you know? Yeah. You always had a backup plan. And I'm donating all of my winnings to veterans. <laughs> <laughs> They'll appreciate it. Um, Okay, so at this point in my notes, it says next week. uh, Next week, we're doing Chris Miz. Uh, Speaking of the Miz, uh, Thomas, did you watch the challenge Rider Dies last night? Uh, I did not. You missed out on quite possibly the greatest cameo. Uh, from any celebrity on the show, The Challenge, um, Antonio Banderas came on to introduce a commercial for Puss in Boots in the show. Puss in Boots was sponsoring this challenge. So they played a video of Antonio Banderas that said, I'm Puss from Puss in Boots. Here's a commercial for my new movie. And then we watched the commercial for the movie. Looked kind of fun, honestly. Uh, And then TJ tells them about the new Puss in Boots movie. And then there's a montage of a bunch of challengers with cats. And then they do a challenge where they have to battle each other on our platform on the water. Uh, Nani fell in the water really hard uh, and awkwardly, and the pink team won the challenge. That's the team of all the veterans and a couple rookies. It was Fessy's team, the team Fessy picked. Uh, Kenny volunteers to go in against Horacio. Uh, Then Devin pulls the safe dagger at the elimination chamber. And saves Jordan. You know, that veteran alliance runs deep. So it's Horacio versus Kenny in a challenge where they have to go through different walls using different tools. What a season this one has been. What a season indeed. And they've played quite... And I, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> uh, did you, um, by chance, listen to potentially any music that uh, was featured in this here Music Minute? Uh, no, what's, uh, tell me some of the songs. What were the, what was getting played? Great stuff this week. We had Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Okay, when I said great stuff this week, I meant like two, one or two songs. Uh, Find You by Nick Jonas. I know like one Nick Jonas song. Fellow diabetic. And yeah, it's the one about diabetes. Uh, he should write a song about being diabetic. I think it would yeah, come on. blow the roof off. Uh, Too Bad About Your Girl by the Donna. It's the second Donna song for this season. Uh, Don't I Go Yet by Camila Cabello. Um, and probably your favorite song of all time, Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Oh, classic. I love that. It's You know what? Sometimes it is just one of those days. <laughs> this is, of course, a new metal and rap metal song released May 2nd, 2000. Thomas... Tell me, please, how old would you have been May 2nd of 2000? I would have been eight years old. And you know what? I remember when this song came out and I was like, you know what? Everybody sucks. <laughs> I thought that, too. That's so funny. I uh, was, of course, more mature. I didn't feel that way because I was a whole nine years old. Uh, this is from their second studio album, which is called Significant Other. 
The video is them performing in a skate park. It features cameos including Snoop Dogg, Jonathan Davis of Korn, Dr. Dre, Eminem, and his daughter Haley, DJ Lethal, Pauly Shore. And then these following names are unconfirmed. Uh, Bam Margera, Bucky Lasik, Seth Green, Stryker, Riley Hawk, Lily Aldridge, and Richard Lewis. How's Richard Lewis? Yep, he was in this video, apparently. Uh, the video... The video premiered on the short-lived USA show Farm Club. Do you remember this show? No. No, I do not. It was hosted by Allie Landry and Matt Pinfield and somebody called The Beat Junkies. Oh, love The Beat Junkies. Very cool, guys. Uh, do you know who Allie Landry is? No. Uh, you may recall her from a 1998 show called Significant Others, which is also almost the same name oh, as the Limp Biscuit album. The, yeah, that Significant song came Other. From. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Uh, Here's a picture of her with Wilmer Valderrama. Oh, that's cool. Uh, can, you're going to watch the 90s show? Or, no, excuse me, Mario Lopez. Wow, wrong. racism. Wrong, wrong guy that has hosted shows. Uh, <laughs> Did you know Wilmer Valderrama's this, on... This story is Ali Landry talks about ex-Mario Lopez cheating on her. Oh, that honestly makes a lot of sense that they dated. I don't know why. It just they, it feels like they're of a similar era. Um, she was the Doritos girl in a 1998 Super Bowl commercial. Yes, she was. Uh, this is actually the Music Minute, not the Ali Landry laundry list. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thomas, can you please give me a music cue for the Allie Landry laundry list? Oh, man. Um, Think about it while I tell I, you, know you what, more about it. You know what? It could be, it could be Come Clean by, uh, by Hillary Tuck. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, the video for this song was uh, nominated for Best Rock Video at the 2000 VMAs. You have already stated that you were a big rock and roll fan in 2000. That is an eight-year-old. Can you name the other five, any of the other five that were nominated? I guarantee you've heard of and liked all of these bands at one point in your life. Okay, so it, so just just to make sure I'm getting this right again, what the, the category was for... Best Rock Video of 2000, or 1999, 2000. I guess, but... Oh, oh 1999. I'm going to say um, Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. <clears throat> no, sir. Damn it. Um, I think probably hmm. it probably spans 99 and 2000. I don't know exactly know what the cutoff dates are for the 1999. MTV. What are the 99 videos? What are 99 um, videos? Where am I on a school bus seeing a song trying oh, to pass the time yeah, to a field trip? Exactly. Um, fuck. Okay. Would you like a hint? I'm trying to. Th- yes, I would love a hint. Okay. Uh, this first band uh, is was also originally known as Naked Toddler. Hmm. Don't like the sound of that. Uh, I'm going to say... Yeah, they definitely changed uh, their name to something more palatable and uh, confusing to the fact that they're not a uh, Christian rock band. They're just a regular rock band. Oh, okay. Is, um, is Higher by Creed on there? Higher by Creed is there. Um, this next one, uh, this person is also known as Bobby Shazam. Do you know who that is? Okay. I'm going to say that that's probably Kid Rock. <laughs> so I'm going to say, um, amazing that that's all I had to say. <laughs> yeah. No. What, what Kid Rock song would, is it ball with a ball? 
Uh, no, I think it was his. Is it Cowboy? It's Cowboy, yeah. yeah. I think Bada Ba came out first, right? Okay, yeah. So Cow- Cowboy. Cowboy. That was I think my that next was his follow up to, to that one. Um, the next one is probably the most famous typo in music history. Interesting. Uh, the kid from TikTok loves this band. Oh, is it is it corn? Corn. Yes, it is corn. Is it freak on a leash? It is not, but the video does begin with the end of the freak on a leash video. Okay. Um is it uh Oh shoot. What is the name of that song? Um Uh Falling Away From Me? You got it. Did you look that up? Yeah. I didn't look it up. Oh. I I know that song. That's one of the corn songs I kind of like. So I was like, what the fuck is that one called? Um this next one is probably the most famous and appropriately named metal band of all time. Uh, is it Metallica? It is Metallica. What song, though? Is it, um, oh, what the fuck is the one from the, uh, the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack? Could not tell Because uh, I know exactly what video this is. Um, all right, uh... Oh, what the fuck? Uh, is it called I Disappear? It is called I Disappear. That video, there's a scene in that where uh, Lars Ulrich is running out of a building as, as it's exploding. And also, the beginning of that uh, is just uh, James Hetfield going, hey, 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 <laughs> which is really funny. <laughs> uh, the last one uh, nominated the band is probably the most woke band of this entire era and maybe even of all time. OK, it's probably Rage Against the Machine. And I'm going to say it's probably Testify. Is not Testify. Is it is it um, Sleep Now in the Fire? It is Sleep Now in the Fire. Of those six songs and videos, which do you think won best rock video at the 2000 VMAs? See if you're going to line with the MTV executives. Okay, so and you said Break Stuff is the, the Limp Bizkit one that was on Break there. Break Stuff was the Limp Bizkit song, yep. I'm going to say that Break Stuff won. You are correct. Very cool, very hip, a lot of skateboarders. That's the Richard Lewis bump right yeah, there. exactly. Uh, they performed this song at Woodstock 99, and when violence started, Fred Durst said, Don't let anybody get hurt. But I don't think you should mellow out. That's what Alanis Morissette had you motherfuckers do. If someone falls, pick them up. Um, I think that's a. I think that's a perfectly respond. I mean, like it's a fucking new metal show. Like I think that that's an amount of restraint you can show at that kind of show. Maybe there's gonna be mosh maybe, pits, dude. It's a fucking. It's maybe, that kind of show. Maybe maybe it maybe wait for the next note before you make a stance on this Limp Bizkit show. Okay. Uh, the mosh pit then tore plywood from the walls and numerous sexual assaults were reported from within the mosh pit. Okay. I don't think that's his fault though. I don't think no. you can put that at Fred. I like the, the bands can't see what's happening from where they are. I think that it is unfair to place that at Fred Durst's feet when he said, don't hurt anyone. Fair enough. Okay. Thomas, that's a bit of a downer to end that segment with. So I think we need to bring things up uh, with a segment that everyone loves to love called Probes Pros. Survivor 43 is coming to a close and that's sad, but also okay. You know, I'm I'm not bummed out that it's not going to be on anymore. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, the, the finale just puts such a sour taste in my mouth. 
It did. It almost did us a favor, right? Yeah. That we weren't like, oh, I wish it was airing tomorrow. Yeah. I was so pumped for the finale going in. I was too. And then I, it was just blow after blow. Um, so they should redo it is what I'm saying. This one is a two-parter. It's called The Anthropologist. Can I please get a number? Twelve. Hmm. That's a good answer. And an adjective? Oh boy, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a problematic one, I can already tell. Cool. Okay, good, good, good. Uh silly word. Ooh, two silly words. Don't two silly two words. Two silly words. Don't uh, use up all your creativity on the first one. Okay. Um Fart and poop. Fart and poop. Which we both did before calling each other. Uh, can I get an adjective? We were, we were shitting and farting. We were shitting and farting. You know what? No, I take it back. Shitting, farting with two D's each. Two D's each. Like the Donna's song. That's right. Shitting, farting. God, so much good shit. This is the only Survivor podcast, so, you know, call your mom if you want to do it your own. Adjective. I think it would be really funny mm. if every adjective you said cool. Disappointing. Okay. I'll try my thing later, I guess. Uh, verb. Smoked. Mm. Or smoke, I guess. Smoke. And a type of food, plural. You know, I said smoke because it was 420. That's why. I just want to put that on the record. Oh, it's 320 here. I refuse to smoke before 321. Oh, so that, yeah, that's... Oh, it's 321. Stupid time zones. Yeah. I think the world would be in perfect harmony if we were all in the same time zone so we could all celebrate 420 together. I mean, is that it? But the government doesn't want that. They want to keep us divided. I saw a, a tweet from a Twitter a friend of mine on Twitter, uh, and they said... You should be able to, or you should legally be allowed to email weed. And I think that's I agree a hundred percent accurate. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, what was the thing I was supposed to say? A type of flu- a type of food, plural. Burgers. Mmm, tasty. I had a Big Mac after my surgery. I had half of a Big Mac, and then I threw up. Another installment in How Often Does Jake Throw Up? So far this year, I think about three. Three or four. Plenty of time left. You can sneak a few more in Mm -hmm. under the wire. Mm -hmm. Hey, New Year's Eve is right around the corner, and I'm planning on getting fucked up because I can't walk. Uh, Can I get an adjective? Um. Hmm. An adjective is a word that describes other words. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. You're uh, uh, late. Mm-hmm. Uh, verb ending in I N G, like ending. Throwing. Rowing. Speaking of rowing, have you seen The Way of the Water yet? I have not seen Avatar to The Way of the Water. Are you going yet. to? I am going to. Oh. We were going to see it Monday, but the timing didn't really work out. Oh, time uh, zones, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, one of one of my cousins, you know which one, is making that his whole thing now. So was he like, oh, I don't want to sit next to you in an enclosed space because yeah, you're cause so you stinky. Yeah, because you stink. Because you smell bad. And I'm like, I've already told you. I think the good thing about this podcast is we have very specific bits for each one of our listeners. It's true. That's the kind of personal touch that you get from here. You know, the big box stores, the bigger... You know, the bigger sales yeah. companies, they can't give you the personal attention that we can. We are the only Survivor podcast that will give you this kind of personal attention. So stay subscribed after this season is what I'm saying. We're doing Christmas next week, and it's going to be a doozy. Uh, plural noun, please. Books. And another noun. Another noun, uh, bookshelf. Oh, that's smart. That makes a lot of sense. And one last adjective. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and final thing, some sort of um, content. You know, some sort of, like, uh, YouTube, Netflix uh podcast uh uh twitch stream good answer good answer okay so this one is called the anthropologist part one um let me get some water thomas can you tell me about your weekend i need to wet my whistle Uh, not not too much to tell i um friday night i uh, hung out and was gonna go watch Survivor with Jake, but did not get to do that because oh yeah, sorry, uh, I broke Jake my leg. Broke his leg. So I ended up just uh, playing some some Halo with some buds. Yeah, and I watched the movie Confess Fletch, which I really enjoyed. Oh, I really, I really want to watch that. Where did you watch it's it? It's really good. I would, uh, I. I couldn't find a streaming service that had it, so I bought it for $5 on Amazon. So I own it now. Nice. Um, And then uh, I watched Saturday. I got up and I watched uh, the movie Vengeance because I was in a movie mood, Mm -hmm. which is the BJ Novak movie that is on Peacock. And I thought that was pretty good. It was not as good as Confess Fletch, but I still enjoyed it. Um, And then I watched a lot of The Shield. And... Dun, yeah. Dun. It <laughs> yeah. was just their Shield. 10 year anniversary, so I get it. Watched a lot of Sierra Tribal Hotel Chief. Indio Echo Lima Delta Shield. Uh, acknowledge him. Uh, yeah. Uh, acknowledge uh, acknowledge Vic Mackey. Excuse me. The, that was the, the Tribal line. Chief. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bloodline is a uh, different. That's a Netflix show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, and then uh, today I, I went and I watched the World Cup finale uh, at my cousin's place and had some delicious smashed burgers that he made and uh, drank some mimosas and a lot of uh, a lot of espresso. And it was very enjoyable. Well, it sounds like you had a really nice weekend, despite me not coming up like planned. Um, but Thomas, you have to understand, I am a scientist who has been working in this region for 12 years and never before have I seen so cool a group of natives they seem to be in two tribes called the shitting and the farting. Oh, <laughs> and they speak a strange and disappointing language. Oh, what a bummer. Uh, 
they smoke all day and eat local foods like burgers. <laughs> sounds like me. This sounds like a cool, cool group of, uh, of people. I, I wouldn't mind going to chill with them. Yeah, honestly. Or even Chili's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no brands on this season of Survivor. Yet yeah, another disappointing way that it ended. Uh, <laughs> which they gather from the forest surrounding them. Men and women work together in harmony. The natives form late alliances and seem to enjoy rowing with one another. That's just that's just a solid sentence, you know? Nothing nothing funny about yeah. that one. Who doesn't enjoy rowing with each other? Uh, they wear matching books on their heads, which seems to indicate the bookshelves they are a part of. That's interesting. Okay. It's kind of like some Ravenclaw shit, you know? Bookish nerds. Yeah. Uh, where do you fall on J.K. Rowling v. Harry Potter? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> let's not let's not talk about that. This advanced civilization is quite a discovery. I can't wait to write a stupid book about them or maybe even a Twitch stream. <laughs> what a what an ending. So we'll do part two next week. Tune in to Chrismiz. Uh Tune we in are going to be covering the fifth in the Marine series. Um the next in our series, though. Uh, the Marine 5. What's the Marine 5 called, Thomas? Do you recall off the, off the top of your head? I certainly don't. I am looking it up now. It's the one with Bo Dallas. Who is rumored to just have come back now, Thomas? You know his new character? What is his new character? Uncle Howdy. Is he like a, like a Bray Wyatt thing? Yeah, he's like a spooky Bray Wyatt thing. Friend, spooky okay. friend of Bray Wyatt. Uh, Marine 5 Battleground is a 2017 action film, and it is what we are watching next week on Chris Miscasis Monday. Okay? If you don't see us on your stream on Sunday, it's because it's fucking Christmas. All right? Got us a break. We have Christian families. Yeah, do not complain. Uh, Sandy Claus is busy mm-hmm. and has to wait till Monday to give it to you. Thomas, you're a poster. Uh, to end all posters, you'll always be posting. You will never post Elon Musk's jets place. In no, the world. I would never do. I would never break the terms of service. Uh, no, nor would I. Uh, but where would people want to go if they wanted to see anything other than Elon's jet? Uh, you can follow me at Tom. Not Tom. Um, I will not be posting any of my other social media accounts on there because apparently that is uh, that is doing violence against. Oh, is Against our baby yeah, boy, yeah, that's Elon. doing violence, and that's yeah. You get banned if you if you try to advertise other that's social cool. media things on there. So I won't be doing that, but I will be posting. So yeah, posting is always good. Go check it out. You can follow the show on Twitter at dywsln, or the podcast is on Instagram, and it's updated f- regularly. Uh, it's the only Survivor podcast, of course, on Instagram. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon, Thomas. Uh, what what do you want to shout out on patreon.com slash justpodcasts? Well, I think we should probably shout out, did you sleep last night? Because uh, you, you were talking about a dream that you had. I did me, have so. a dream. Um, so tune in to the post-credits. Um, and this is the credits scene to hear about my dream. It's a good one. Would you agree it's a good one? I would agree. 
Uh, Jake had a dream. <laughs> I do you want to thank the fans for listening? I'd love to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening. Mm. Still nobody's you'd like to be a, a fan, fan. Uh, please give us money. That's really all you have to do. Up your level of commitment to this show. No longer a listener. Vote with the almighty dollar. Well, I honestly, I feel like we do have a four-star podcast. But you can't give us a four-star podcast. We've made it work this way unless you give us 5 to $10 on uh, Patreon. I don't remember how much it is. You'll have to look it up yourself. I think it's 10 bucks. Yeah, that seems appropriate. Um, we have other tiers at patreon.com slash just podcasts as well. I've seen if anybody's reviewed us recently. Um, I feel like it's probably going to be a no because, oh, yeah, see, still somebody said we stink. We're coming up on a year of that. And that's pretty fucked that's, up. I would love for a different review to be there. Yeah. It's, this, is, this is why we're not getting new reviews. They see that one and go, oh, this, this is a bummer of a podcast. I heard that these guys smell. Yeah. Like they got smell-o-vision now in podcasts. Yeah. What is this, the Rugrats podcast? And you know what? If we were, like, if The Rock asked us, do you smell? Yeah. We would be like, no. Yeah. And then he would hand us a deodorant. <laughs> and he'd be like, actually, you do. All right. Well, um, have a great summer. Deuces. Shoot some people next week. I can't wait. Yeah. Do you know where I can watch that? I think Is it on Peacock? It's, uh, it's weirdly not on Peacock for some reason. You'd think it would it's be. It's on like Fubu or Vobo or whatever those ones are called. Yeah, one of the stupid one ones. Of those, like they're free, but they're kind of a nuisance ones. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm looking it up now. Just watch. Uh, ooh, on Direct TV, Tubi and Crackle. It looks like. Okay, sure. I think that was the case with the last one that we watched also, so I will download that app and then immediately delete it when yeah, I'm done. Yeah, Worth it. This is why these apps have these movies. It's for situations like this. Oh, you All can right. also rent Sick. it on Apple well, TV for $3.99. Well, well, I won't be doing that, but uh, <laughs> it's nice to or know the option to pay for it. It's on Plex for free. Oh, I actually do have the Plex app, so maybe I'll do that. Okay. So where do you download that? Um, anywhere where fine apps are sold. PS4? Yeah, I think you can get it for PS4. I have it for Xbox. Smart televisions? Smart televisions, you can definitely get it. Um, it is funny that that's something that you can legally watch on Plex, because the whole point of getting a Plex is that someone can stream like a library of stuff they have, and it is almost always illegal. I assumed that's what it was, but do you ever use Just Watch? Uh, no. It, it, you, you are aware of it, though? I've heard of it. Uh, it's very helpful, uh, and they listed Plex, and I assumed that's what they meant when they said free. But I don't know if that's something they would advertise. No, Plex has, like, Plex has, because they have to, you know, it's like the pizza place that's a front or whatever. Like, they have to have actual stuff. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, like, yeah, there's, like, stuff you can watch that's they actually have the rights to show you. Just
last I had a dream. I finally got around in real life to um, getting the teal time tier up and running. Only $3,000 a month. Um, I had a dream we got one subscriber to it. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally. Finally, someone respects us. <laughs> I was like, oh, God damn it. Now I have to watch all the Pistons games. Oh, well. <laughs> I've been looking for an excuse to get back into them anyway. I was so happy then. That would be great. I would love to be paid money to watch the Pistons. I do it for free. Yeah, yeah. I'll subscribe to NBA TV or whatever if uh, somebody's paying me for it. Man, that's 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 a good dream. Hopefully, it won't be a dream for much longer. Hopefully, it'll be real life. Mm-hmm. But why do you think I want it to record? Exactly. Guilt these people into it. We're trying to manifest it. Um, yes. <laughs> Smarten up, probes.